presented by ACLI, Fonseca, IRI, NAFA, and NAFA. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. Some news this morning. President Joe Biden is headlining a pair of big speeches in the coming week. First, in honoring the third anniversary of January 6th, the storming of the Capitol, he'll head to Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. Yes, that's the iconic encampment where former President George Washington, then a top general, rallied troops through the difficult winters in the Revolutionary War. Biden will talk about the danger of a second Trump presidency and what's at stake for democracy, a familiar tone we've heard pretty often lately from him. The next week, he's headed to Charleston, South Carolina, where he'll speak to Mother Emanuel AME Church. Yes, that's the same church where nine parishioners were murdered by a white supremacist in 2015. It's just the latest signal of a campaign eager to shore up its standing with Black voters and show that the administration isn't taking their support for granted. It's also Biden's fourth trip to South Carolina, the state that single-handedly boosted him to the Democratic nomination in 2020. It will also be the first state to have a party-sanctioned primary here in a few weeks. And speaking of politically advantageous field trips by high-profile politicians, today's big news, Speaker Mike Johnson is on the U.S.-Mexico border with about 60 House Republicans. They're hoping to up the pressure on Biden to do more to address the migrant crisis. The visit obviously comes at a critical time. CBP officials have projected that apprehensions on the border have reached a new record in December, some topping 10,000 migrants a day. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott's political ploy to bus migrants to Democratic-leaning cities, while heavily criticized, has arguably gotten the results he's looking for. Left-leaning jurisdictions from New York, Denver, and Chicago, after getting a taste of what border towns deal with on a daily basis, are now pressing Biden to do more to help. This entire situation has created this pressure cooker on Biden, who, as you know, often pulls weakest on questions about his handling of the border. Adding to his political complications is a split screen that will play out today. While Republicans are at the border calling for a crackdown, Biden's Justice Department is expected to file a lawsuit blocking Texas from enforcing a new state law that allows law enforcement to arrest anyone they suspect of being an undocumented immigrant. Yes, Republicans are loving this contrast. The Biden administration must be at least a little concerned about Johnson's trip because they gave a statement, an exclusive statement, I should say, to our colleague Jen Haberkorn, who this morning has a story up showing how the White House is trying to accuse Republicans of being the ones blocking action on the border. To be sure, border negotiations in Congress are indeed stalled right now. Well, maybe we shouldn't say stalled. We'll just say they're moving slower than a lot of people would like. We'll see if Johnson's trip to the border does much to hasten a resolution. And for the rest of your schedule today, the Senate and House are still on congressional recess. President Biden, who returned last night from the Virgin Islands, has a sparse schedule today. He will receive a daily briefing in the afternoon. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre and NSC Coordinator for Strategic Communications, John Kirby, will also hold a press briefing in the afternoon. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening. Congress led the way to update retirement policy for workers with bipartisan legislation in 2019 and 2022, expanding access to guaranteed lifetime income from annuities. A Department of Labor proposal undermines this progress by limiting access to greater certainty throughout retirement for people who need it most. Stand with us to protect options for retirement savers. Protect retirement for all.